the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the word to stand on for life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. Your word is sharper than any two-edged sword. And it cuts deep into my heart. The word to stand on for life is a radio ministry of Calvary Chapel in San Antonio. A live call-in show here to help you answer your questions about the Bible and how to apply the Word to your daily life. For more information on Calvary Chapel, visit our website, calvarysa.com. Get your Bible questions ready and call in now to 210-340-9585. It's The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. to the program. It's the day-to-day edition of the Word to Stand Up for Life. You know that means Paula is live in studio with us. I'm Pastor Ron Arbaugh from Calvary Chapel in San Antonio, Texas. And this, as you know, is a program dedicated to taking your phone calls, answering your questions, Bible questions, questions about stuff going on in your life, whatever's on your heart. All you have to do is pick up the phone and dial 210-340-9585. If you're outside the local San Antonio area, you can call toll-free at 877-630-KSLR. That's 630-5757. You can email questions to us by emailing questions at calvarysa.com. Or you can use our free Calvary Chapel of San Antonio mobile app. If you are driving in your car, the safest way to call is to use the free KSLR mobile app. Just hit the call now banner at the top of the screen. You'll be connected directly to our studio producer. Thanks for hanging out with me today. You're quite welcome. So what's up? Well, first of all, I didn't plan this, but um, let me thank all the radio listeners who and people who come to Calvary Chapel San Antonio as well who've been praying for you and me. You know, the Lord told me you wouldn't, you weren't going to die. <laughs> but then, you know, when you're my age, that's what people think. Of course, Pastor Ron missed Sunday. Is he dead? Yeah, he missed a Wednesday and a Friday. He, yeah. So, um, but yeah, and and thank you, Lord, for healing Ron. He's in the process. You can still hear. You got that weird, weird voice, like a spooky movie sometimes, <laughs> but. <laughs> you're smiling again. You're eating, so you're food tasted good today. Yeah, first time. Yeah, food yeah. really is a good day. So I'm, this was by far my best day. Uh-huh. You know, it's frustrating um, because I only have one tool: my voice. Mm-hmm. That's well, what I do. That's what you say. Well, but I, it's yeah. it's what I need. Mm-hmm. Nothing else works <laughs> if that doesn't work. And so when my voice is gone, mm-hmm. or when I'm coughing or doing these things, um, it's frustrating mm-hmm. and stressful. It is. So now I'll quit complaining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right now you're going to quit complaining. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, good. And you've been sleeping through the night the last couple of nights because that first week was rough. So any of you out there who've been struggling with this, whatever this strain is, and you've had that really bad cough, um, we have a lot of compassion and sympathy for you and praying that you know, people who are suffering from this will get better. But it's taken a, you know, usually about a, a good three weeks for it to really kind of get out of the way. So I, I've been proud of you because you didn't try to overdo it, even though you felt really, really bad about not being at church. And I don't like it to come to church without you, but, I, you know, I go to church. Um, uh, but but missing the radio program all last week, and I, I know you. So. you know, I, get, I get a lot of questions, and it's just normal with people our age. Mm-hmm. When are you going to retire? When are you going to retire? I told Pastor Ken last week, I said, all I know is after being gone for 10 days, mm-hmm. it's not going to be soon. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not ready for retirement at all. <laughs> yeah, no. And just you're doing what you were born to do. And so when you get sick and you can't do it, I know just how frustrating that is. Mm-hmm. But I think you handled it pretty well. Yeah. So anyway. Um, so 
what I was thinking about, because I don't really have anything to talk about. You said on the radio yesterday. Um, it's been three weeks. It's been, it'll be, this might be the third one, and she probably has a lot to say. But, you know, really, I don't talk all that much. I really don't. You know, when we're at home, we don't really, we don't really talk that much. By the time you get home from doing the radio program, you're pretty much done with talking. You know, uh, and I, so I, I do, I do talk then. You know, I'm trying to get all I need to say. You know, and then we just kind of sit around. But I don't really talk that much, Pastor. Long. No, I didn't mean that you talk too much. Mm-hmm. I just meant that there's been a lot percolating. Mm-hmm. My, my list, yeah, and my list gets long. Yeah. Well, today what I was thinking about in particular is this little baby that was born on a cold day, cold night, and that the whole world is stirred up about him, you know. So many of us, we love him and we revere him and we're so thankful that he came. You know, even singing that song, Oh Holy Night, the, 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 the whole world was weary, you know, in sin and they were just pining away until this little baby came. And, and now we have hope of restoration with him and then, you know, eternity with him in heaven. So a, a, a whole bunch of us are like rejoicing in the fact that this is not our home. This is not it. No matter what's going on in our lives, we know that there's a much better um, place and we'll be able to see Jesus face to face. He won't be that baby, um, but we'll be able to thank the one who made it possible for us to live a life filled with meaning and purpose here and now, um, and then just forever learning, and, and we'll know true, pure love. There'll be no tears. I mean, I've been just thinking about that. And then the sad part is that there's a whole lot of people stirred up who just, they hate him. And that's so sad, you know. They hated him as a baby here and tried to kill. Yeah. Make sure he was going to kill all the babies two years ago, yeah. male babies. Mm-hmm. And, and he did it because I'm not going to let this one slip through my hands. That's right. Except I love the fact that that little baby, you know, because God is God, whether he's a little baby or not, uh, and God, the father had a plan. So Herod or or devil, the devil, whoever was trying to kill, you know, God says, "Uh, I have a plan, (laughs) and you're not going to mess it up. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm going to talk about a baby. Sunday is our Christmas message. Okay. It's Christmas Eve, and Mm -hmm. it's our Christmas message. And um, I'm always fascinated. You know, nobody hates a baby. I mean, really. Babies are good. You know what I'm saying? What did, what did Jesus do from the time he was a baby till the time he grew up? Yeah, everybody yeah. hated him. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those things. The baby is warm and comfortable and mm-hmm. cuddly. And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, everybody loves a baby. Mm-hmm. But, but this one was different. This one was different. I, I often wonder, and I don't mean to be disrespectful here in any fashion or form, but, you know, we've got uh, movies about the baby boss and things like that. Oh, yeah. And you see, we, we get to hear what's going on in the mind of this baby mm-hmm. who looks to the world like a baby, but mm-hmm. he's got full fire. I always wonder, what was Jesus thinking? <laughs> I mean, when... when you know, like goo goo gaga. Yeah, I mean, he's like, well, can you talk to me like a an intelligent? You're a grown up. Yeah, I'm the baby. Yeah. Huh? I created everything. Okay, and you're talking to me like like I'm, I don't have a brain. Yeah, but I just I just and and there's no way we can understand what it meant for Jesus to empty himself to the point where he traveled through the birth canal of a 15ish year old girl mm-hmm. and 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 was born in and laid in a feeding trough. And observing the things around him. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple of years goes by and, and the rich and the powerful, the wise, they come in and they honor him. I mean, what was toddler Jesus thinking mm-hmm. during that? Mm-hmm. You know, when shepherds, the outcasts of society, mm-hmm. what was he thinking when they came in? I mean... You know, if, if I were writing the script, it'd be a whole lot different. I'd make sure that I had an audience that was worthy of me. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, no, those are the very people that I came for, the the outcasts, mm-hmm. the lowest of the low, the people that everybody else hated and mm-hmm. and, and, and resisted. Um, but they're the ones that I came for. 
And it was so appropriate, of course, that the angelic choir appears before the shepherds, and the shepherds get to come and find things just as they were told they would be. Mm-hmm. It's it's um, exactly the opposite of the way humans would do things. Yeah, yeah. I've done a message in the past where I thought they said Jesus, you know, he needed a new PR team. <laughs> Somebody should have <clears throat> made a reservation at a nice hotel. You know, what I'm saying? Just, they knew he was going. He was coming, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, he could have. He could have just snapped his little chubby fingers. And, yeah. And and made everything happen, mm-hmm. um, but but we we understand that in his kenosis, the the, the emptying of himself, mm-hmm. um, he didn't do anything um, to benefit himself. Yeah, this humble king. Yeah, our friend Gail Irwin mm-hmm. says that Jesus was truly the only others-centered person who's ever walked the face of the earth. Yeah, yeah, wow. And we celebrate that on Christmas. So yeah. I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do with the Bible study on Sunday, but mm-hmm. but this is just one of those times everybody's heard everything. It's a story we're all familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet, without fail, every year, the Lord reaches out and touches somebody. Yeah. Maybe we'll have, you know, we pray for the lost, hurting, the hungry, the broken, the needy, the confused, the fearful, the angry. Maybe we'll have some of our own um, modern-day shepherds show up, mm-hmm. and, and they can be touched that, that God met them uh, at this particular place. Yeah, yeah, a little baby, a little baby. <clears throat> yeah, it, he left heaven, not as a little baby, but he left heaven. And he, yeah. yeah, receiving the worship of angels yeah. one minute, yeah, and the next minute, yeah, hearing animals lowing and... Yeah. <laughs> It's, yeah. it's impossible for us to really understand yeah. what the incarnation means to us. Yeah. And I think one of the real joys of heaven is going to be the, the depth of understanding that we're going to have. Mm-hmm. What it costs God to become one of us. And, and to stay one of us. You know, mm-hmm. Jesus mm-hmm. was never the same mm-hmm. after his incarnation. Mm-hmm. He, he always has uh, physicality. And, and Jesus is forever the God-man. Um, you know, he didn't just go back to being God, but he's the God-man, yeah. 100% human and 100% God. And, you know, we do the math and say, well, that doesn't make sense. Well, that's our supernatural God. Yeah, yeah. That he would be the only disfigured person in heaven. You know, like you're saying, he could just snap his fingers and go back. You know, we see he touch people and leprosy is gone. And their their skin's like a newborn baby, but not Jesus in heaven. Jesus can touch a lame man and he can walk. You know, Jesus can walk, but he's still going to be marred, scarred. You know, I just can't imagine what that's going to be like. You know, he, the guy with the shriveled hand. Jesus touches him and then he's he's fine. I mean, he did that for everybody else. You know, this is kind of out there, Paula, but. I think it's appropriate at Christmas time to think about these kind of things. Um, you know, we, we talk all the time about being in the very last days. Mm. And, the, and I, I make it even more emphatic, the last hours of the last days. I think we're going to see a return to to the, those kinds of supernatural things that happen. You know, when Jesus was here, he healed entire villages of people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're not charismatic crazies or anything. Mm-hmm. We're charismatic, but we're not, we're not nuts. Mm-hmm. But but I, I think he didn't he didn't mind being taken advantage of then. He didn't mind being overlooked or taken for granted. In fact it seemed often as though he was looking for the very people that would uh, take him for granted. Uh, and still he did what they needed done. And he did it not for himself. He did it just to announce that, that the kingdom of heaven is here. And I, I think as we get closer to the return of Jesus, I, I truly expect to see a greater uh, outpouring of, of supernatural power. And, you know, my prayer has been forever, Lord, I just, I see people whose lives are so broken. And, and just to touch them and heal them without drawing any attention, just, mm-hmm. you know, I don't mm-hmm. want anybody mm-hmm. saying, well, Pastor Ron did this or did that. Mm-hmm. I'll just like to go to a hospital and empty it. 
you know, just walk down the aisles and say, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. And if people start shouting, hey, I'm better, I'm mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's exactly what it was like when he walked this earth. He did things, walked away, and people's angles received strength. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or the demons were gone. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I really think we're at a time uh, in our church age where we're going to see those kinds of things begin to happen again in earnest. And if I'm right, it means that everybody will be without excuse and the time is beyond urgent. It's not going to be like a revival that goes on for years and years and years. I just think it's Jesus saying, okay, I'm, I'm getting ready to come and I'm going to touch you and now you're responsible to choose. Mm-hmm. Like I say all the time, you're accountable. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, man. How exciting, right? <laughs> you know, starts off with a baby and ends with a returning king. Yeah. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, are you ready for Christmas, babe? Because I know you with this busyness, the schedule and stuff, you know, it, it gets you off a little bit. But how you doing? I'm okay. I'm not. I'm not a, a big um, event person. I'm. I'm. I'm happiest when things go day after day the way they're supposed to go. <laughs> so I'm always happy to get through the Christmas and New Year's. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do a, a Christmas message Sunday, and then the following Sunday, which will be New Year's Eve, I'm going to do a New Year's message. Okay. Um, typically, I don't do that. Um, just, but but because of the way the calendar falls this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and when I get home on um, Sunday, the 31st of December, okay. um, we wake up, first is a holiday, mm-hmm. and I'll be able to say, okay, Lord, back to normal. <laughs> and I, I like normal, I so it's just, it just works better for me. <laughs> okay, so you were sick, and you were still kind of sick, because I came to the Christmas play on Friday, but that's one of the highlights of your year. And so you made yourself come on Saturday. So what would you think? <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's one of my highlights. In fact, maybe the highlight of the year for me every mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, nothing, it's, it's not because I, I don't know what to expect. I mean, little kids are going <laughs> to run crazy. When you came home Friday night, you said, oh, this way was chaos. Well, that's part of the beauty, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, our tacky church. Um, our tacky, about my church, our tacky so. productions, you know, <laughs> but but there's a it's it's perfect. It is, and and as we go to a new place, mm-hmm. um, we're still going to be tacky. <laughs> we're still in a strip mall, yeah, because it's who we are, you know. <laughs> but but the point is that um, the thrill for me is watching the uh, junior high schoolers and high schoolers who are helping out with the play and the production. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just think, and all I can do is think, well, Lord, those were the kids that were out of control on the stage oh, yeah. just a minute ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now look at them. They're, they're serving <laughs> and they're doing set makeup and they're, they're doing um, crowd control. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it, just to see these kids grow into the godly young men and women that they are mm-hmm. has been the most wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think for me, the the biggest blessing I get is just to see how God's Word has caused those young men and women to grow up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we dedicate babies here. We do um, weddings. We do all those things. Um, a lot of those people were, were born here in this church. Yeah. And to see... How they've turned out. It's almost like at times, and I hope this doesn't sound like I'm, I'm promoting self, but it's almost like there's times when um, Jesus is sitting next to me on that, that kid's Christmas play night. Mm-hmm. And um, this guy's arm kind of around me, and when we see those things, it's like he's patting me on the back mm-hmm. and saying, Good job. Mm-hmm. See, I told you, if you yeah. just do what I tell you to yeah. do, look how it turns out. Teach the word. Yep. See what I'll do. Mm-hmm. And we've given him that opportunity here <laughs> to do that. 
If you've got any questions or comments, 340-9585 for your live calls and questions. If you're outside the local San Antonio area, 877-630-KSLR. Okay, so people ask, <clears throat> so do you and Pastor Ron, you know, go, you know, see your kids at Christmas or anything like that? It's like, no, we, we never do. Um, this is our home. This is the church he's called us to. This is, you know, our kids know who we are, what we do. And even if, if they wanted to come this way, I mean, we would try to help them out financially with some airline tickets. But, you know, now that their kids are, are kind of grown, um, that just doesn't happen. But that's the only way it would happen is that they would have to come this way because this is where we're called. And this is Christmas and Easter in particular. We're going to be here. And so, nope, we're here. And the kids get that. They, they understand They that. absolutely you do. Know, we get to see them every year. Oh, yeah, twice. A couple of times. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and, and, you know, gosh, I really miss being around our grandkids yeah. just to watch them grow. Yeah. Um, you kind of have to get reacquainted with them mm-hmm. every year because they grow so quickly. Yeah. We've got two granddaughters who are freshmen in college yeah. now and, and a grandson who is out of college now working in the golf business. Yes, crazy. Um, but 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 even our two younger ones, um, they change so much. Uh, I mean, I literally, um, we have a granddaughter named Aya. Oh, yeah, I remember. You're like, who is that? Yeah, and, and again, everybody <laughs> says, I can't see. Uh-huh. But but when they came to the beach and, and hung out with us, uh, I thought that, that Asia brought a friend. Mm-hmm. I had grown up so much, and she changed so much. Mm-hmm. And I thought, "Who is this?" And mm-hmm. she looked at me like, "Grandpa." Grandpa. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's me. And and it's just because they change so much, and because I can't see, yeah, it's it's a little bit different. But it's it's kind of exciting to get to know them over and over and over. So, yeah, yeah. Paula, we got four minutes. Let's talk with Kenny on line one. Kenny, thanks for calling. You're on the air. Thank you, Pastor Ron, for taking my call. I had a question. Um, when Jesus, um, when Mary Magdalene, was it Mary Magdalene that, um, when Jesus rose from the dead, mm-hmm. and then Jesus was in the garden, yes, and Mary did not recognize Jesus, and Jesus said, do not touch me, could you explain that to me? Um, yeah. I, I don't know like, if he was in, you know, that she could, that he was in a transfigured state, or but I'd really appreciate. Uh, and she was also delivered from seven demons. Is that not correct? She was. She was. Okay. Uh, you know, she she has been forgiven much, loves much, and and this yes. woman loved Jesus with all of her heart. Kenny, a couple of things. Um, we got to appreciate the, the the last thing that Mary Magdalene expected to see was Jesus. They were going to anoint the body. They were going to take care of the one. I love Mary Magdalene so much because she was the last one to leave the cross um, the, the evening before and the first one to get up in the morning. And then she found others that were going with her to the tomb. And uh, when when Jesus wasn't in the tomb, she was beside herself. And so when Jesus appeared, she thought he was the gardener. Again, because she didn't expect to see him um, um, the grief, we can't begin to understand the level of grief. Um, and, and when he said that word, he said Mary. Just just mm-hmm. her name. I, you know, I have some nicknames for Paula and little things that we call her. And we can go anywhere in the world. And I'm going to be the only person who knows those names. Mm-hmm. And so if I say that, she's going to say, oh, Ron's here. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, as soon as he said that with that voice inflection, she knew it was him and and she was more than thrilled. And we can appreciate the fact, Kenny, that she held on to him. Now, when he said, do not touch me, it wasn't that so much. Uh, it was do not cling to me. Um, uh, it, it's a different Greek word. And it was like she was holding on for dear life. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is saying, no, I still have to go to my father and your father. And so he was announcing. And then, interestingly, he gave her an assignment. 
go tell the disciples and Peter mm-hmm. um, what you've seen. Mm-hmm. And, and she got the opportunity to spread the good news. But uh, it just wasn't, it wasn't that you wanted to hug him or, or to touch be him. grateful or touch him. It wasn't that at all. Mm-mm. She just made it, she put a death grip on him, really. <laughs> and he said, no, no, I just don't got the stuff I got to do here mm-hmm. in these next couple of days. Mm-hmm. And um, that was the thing, Kenny, behind all of that. Um, one of my favorite stories on Easter, and I, I, I try to fig- find a way to fit it in, no matter what I'm teaching on Easter Sunday, <laughs> is uh, Mary we Magdalene. tell that story. Yeah, yeah. just the, yeah. the pathos uh, in that, that moment yeah. was just unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, Kenny, that's all that was. That's all that was. Yeah. Oh, that's a good question, though, huh? Because, mm-hmm. like, you know how people will hold on to your leg and you're trying to walk away? When when people get transferred, you know, military takes them away from you. That's what I say I'm going to do to them. I'm holding on to your leg, so either you're staying here or I'm going with you. You know, but, our Ronnie used to do that to me. Oh, yeah. He would latch <laughs> onto my leg and make me drag him. Ronnie, let go. Ronnie, let go. He'd say, no, Daddy, no, Daddy. Yeah. And, and that's what Mary was doing. Yeah. Jesus, imagine what a moment that was for oh, her. When we get to heaven, he's not going to care. We're just going to hang out all the time, right? Hey, hang we've on. got 30 minutes left in the show. 340-9585 or toll-free. 877-630-KSLR. This is the Date Day edition of the Word to Stand Up for Life. We'll be back in two minutes. to the word to stand on for life we're taking your calls at 340-9585 or toll free 877-630-KSLR now here's pastor ron arbaugh welcome back to the second half of our date day show 340-9585 or toll free 877-630-KSLR paul i think we change gears a little bit if that's okay um, uh, I think most people know by now that we are, uh, we've obtained a new building. Uh, we're getting ready to move you and I would go down in the mornings and pray at the building and, uh, walk around it sometimes, sometimes because of the weather we don't, but, mm-hmm. but, um, uh, just, we, we, we want to be there regularly, mm-hmm. uh, just to see, um, what the Lord wants to speak to our hearts. But, um, I think people would be interested in in your emotions, your thoughts. Now that we're moving from the place we've been for so long, a place that is, by all accounts, going to fall apart the minute we leave. <laughs> I mean, it's tired. This <laughs> building is tired. Um, and we're finally going to have room to expand our ministries, uh, you know, not just the church, but all of the other things uh, that we do as well. Um Discuss your your emotions. What, what 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 do you deal with? Well, what I well I haven't been really dealing with it because you know sometimes I try to be in denial. <laughs> It'll probably really hit me, you know, once this place starts emptying out, um, because we have been here so long, and and just to see, we you know we had a small portion of this building, and. <clears throat> You know, once we take the carpeting up on the floors, there's going to be, you know, a, if they're still able to be seen, that is, um, some scriptures of, of so many of us who were here when we first moved in this building um, on the floor. And, and we'll be taking pictures and crying, you remember? You know, that kind of stuff. We're remembering all the good good things that have happened in this building. Um, you know, we have some families where they have four generations here. Um and it, it used to be five, but the one's already gone on to be with, you know, some of them already have gone on to be with Jesus. Um, and you start thinking about all the things that happened because the memories will come back um, in droves. And so I think there'll be rejoicing, of course, because the Lord is moving us to a bigger facility where we can do more ministry. Um, but it'll be the same ministry other than we'll add um, unusual kindness. And then we'll add the Bible college. But by and large, we'll be doing the same thing, only on a bigger scale. And so we're rejoicing about that. But all the memories here 
are going to be something else. You know, the 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 kids are <laughs> the kids are all squished up together in some of the rooms, and and uh, you know, she's Ch- touching me. She's yeah. touching me. Ch- yeah. Children's church on Sunday here is just—it's <laughs> like sardine can. Yeah, yeah. And some of the teachers will be very appreciative of the space that they'll now have. At the same time, I've already heard um, some of the teachers say, we're never going to be seen. I'm never going to see you because right now we see everybody. You know, if you go to the men's restroom or the women's restroom, we pass everybody. <laughs> um, if When I'm on the worship team, I, I sit, I mean, I'm standing there, especially third service. There's maybe 10, 12 people in the sanctuary. Before you get up to teach, now it's full, but the reason why it's so uh, slow and filling up is because between second and third service, people are getting their kids out so the third service kids can come in. So both hallways are just packed with people, and we won't we won't really, I don't think we're going to have that problem anymore. Um, but it's a good problem to have, but it, it's, it's one of those things where that's a lot of fellowship that happens out there, Pastor Ron. <laughs> And, uh, and, then, and then hopefully that won't change. You know, I was asked today, are we going to take some of the things from here there? Mm-hmm. And the answer is no. We're not, <laughs> we're not taking the, the play, it will look completely different. Mm-hmm. But the beauty is that it will be exactly the same. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're not going to change what we do. Mm-mm. And you and I, as we pray at the building, um, the building is a mile from where we are right mm-hmm. now. Uh, as we pray at the building, and it's five and a half times bigger. I just can't imagine. It's going to be so nice not to have to tear the church down and make it into a school three times a week. You know, just the the wear and tear, not only on the people, even though that setup team, they've they've already been saying, like, so what will we do? You know, they're, like, all getting sad. Like, what what will we do now? Yeah, yeah, clean something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's what I'll tell. Clean zone. It's, it's going to be different setup. Yeah. Yeah. But but the the neat thing is we've been we've been praying. You know we pray for the lost, the hurting, the hungry, the broken, the needy, the confused, the fearful, and the angry. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been praying for th- those people forever to come. Yeah. And um, what the Lord's kind of shown us not visions or anything weird, mm-hmm. but but um, a lot more of those people are going to have some place to come. Mm-hmm. We're going to be able to reach a new neighborhood. There's a huge apartment complex. Yeah. Um, right next right, door. Right over the fence yeah. from, from where we are. Um, the, 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 the community, I'm, I'm guessing now, I, I don't know this for sure, but I'm guessing that um, today, um, well over 90% of the people that come to Calvary Chapel San Antonio come from San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Uh, not or, from Universal or, or City. Further, not from Universal yeah, City. Yeah, for sure. And um, um, we're, we're going to impact our city to a greater degree. And the way we do ministry is so different than others. You know, everything being free, we don't mm-hmm. think so. Uh, imagine uh, Malta Medical um, with double the space. And uh, we're praying, by the way, and you guys can put this on your prayer list if you would, uh, we're praying for a dental ministry. Mm-hmm. That we'll uh, be able to have one there. That we'll be able to have one at Malta mm-hmm. Medical. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously we need God to touch a dentist's heart to do that. Yes. But mm-hmm. at the same time, uh, we want to provide that kind of stuff. The Bible college that's been a part of our vision forever, um, that's, that's also going to be free. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be able, in that Bible college, to... to raise up people who are committed to serving the Lord with their lives. Yeah. Not just pastors or mm-hmm. missionaries, or mm-hmm. but but just people that say, no, Jesus, I want to do what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. That, that's really what I want. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be able to do it in numbers. The very first day that we open for our, for our free school, um, theoretically we can double the number of students that we have. And we've had a waiting list for so long mm-hmm. that we still will. Yeah, but it's you know there'll be a remedy for all of those things. Yeah. And um, you and I, as we we envision Sunday mornings and seeing people drive up and pull in, um, just larger numbers of people. Now we don't care at all about being bigger. Mm-hmm. That's not the point. Mm-hmm. What we want to do is be able to do what we've done for twenty eight years. Um, to more people. Yeah. That's all. It's, it's it, not about It went from our apartment <clears throat> to the rec center, to the daycare center, to this partial church, to it expanded yeah. church, and now 
we get to move. Yeah. So. But we'll oh, cool. we'll just we'll, our our children's ministries. Um, they're going to have so much room. They they're <laughs> going to think, well, what are we going to do with all this room? Mm-hmm. And uh, our pastors will be able to our youth pastors. Um, um, evangelism will be be a, a fact of of life. Yeah. You know, we can't. Uh, years ago, when we started this program. People say, "Well, where are you? Not, don't come to our church. We haven't got any room." <laughs> and and you know, we want to be able to to, to bring people. Mm-hmm. And and um, the Lord's timing is is. Mm-hmm. And after all these years, um, uh, we we finally have a. Uh, an opportunity to expand all the unusual kindness of free restaurant. Yeah. Um, we won't have to do anything. You know, this. Uh, our producer was just saying our last Christmas yeah. uh, here at, at this building. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everything will change, and at the same time, everything will stay the same. Yeah. Yeah. What's your... Emotionally, what do you... What do you Go through that. Everybody's going to be so spread out that you know I have to get used to a new routine of being here to go see everybody. Yeah, because you know, well, right now um, that school and church we all share the same space. So, like setting up the school and tearing it down all the time for church, the the, the classrooms for our school are the classrooms for kids' ministry. So, you know, we're trying to lock up some of the stuff so little kids don't get in and mix up, you know, the school stuff with the church stuff. So we won't have that. That's going to be really super cool. But at the same time, you know, I'm going to miss the the tackiness and the closeness of everything. (laughs) I don't know. See, you're making me think about it now. I'm starting to get like... I'm excited still, but then a little bit uh, melancholy about it. Like, well, I might be missing some of my people. <laughs> yeah, I've been telling people that but it's going to be cool. The, the first message I'll preach yeah. in that new church is 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 stay small. Mm-hmm. You you can be small with three or four thousand people. Yeah, and 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 we want to stay small. We 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 want to be. Um, the same loving church, the same church that reaches out to others. We had a young woman in our church. Uh, I met her for the first time on Sunday. Um, she was on a bridge ready to jump off and end her life mm-hmm. uh, when somebody from our church stopped by and saw her and ministered to her mm-hmm. and brought her to church. And mm-hmm. she gave her life to Jesus mm-hmm. uh, this past Sunday. Uh, I, I never I never want to change. I don't want it to be... A slick production. Yeah, um, no way. I don't want it to be, um, uh, you know, I'm not going to change the way I do anything. Um, our ministry, whether it's the little ones or the junior hires or the high schoolers, mm-hmm. uh, it's still all going to be about the word. Yeah. Um, but but we, we are going to have to work hard at staying connected. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's really, really important because that's, What's given us the power? Mm-hmm. You know, for years when we were up here before this building was even available to us, uh, I would walk in this parking lot and pray, "Okay, Lord, make make your 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 church a, a house of prayer and mm-hmm. a house of fellowship mm-hmm. and, and a house of your word mm-hmm. and a house of worship." Yeah. And if you will do that, Lord, and in the same prayer goes to our new building mm-hmm. and. Um, um, you know, I, I'm I'm just excited to see what the Lord will do. Yeah. I hope I hope He gives me uh, a few more years of good health and strength, um, because I I really am anxious to see um, the next iteration yeah. of Calvary Chapel of San Antonio. Yeah, me too. It's going to be so fun. So yeah, so I'm excited and I'm ready. <clears throat> Uh, 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 Thomas, if you're out there listening, the Alphas thing that I was talking about, I, I'm, I'm, it's okay. I don't need one. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. So yeah, remember, he, I, I told him, I, am I going to have a pretty office? 
in the plans. Did he have an office for me in the plans? No. I know. I got one at the house. I don't need one. You share mine. Okay. You said it. Everybody <laughs> heard that, right? So, yeah. It's going to be fun. I'm, I'm no. excited because the we're numbers... Not, we're not pretentious people. No. We don't need... No, we don't need, a, we don't need fancy. We just, just need space. And God's been very, very faithful. The kids at the school are really excited for the most part. They're kind of like me. But I'll miss my school. I'll miss my, you know. But it's going to be a great thing. And it's, and it's what God has done. It's not what you've done. It's what God has done. Um, and it's not because we've been, you know, doing such great ministry. It's not that at all. It's just that, and you've been teaching in all the, it seems like all the, the lessons here of late is, where's your heart? And be led by the Holy Spirit. And why do you do the things that you do? Is it for you or is it for the Lord? And so in following the Lord, um, daily examining our own hearts, why do we do what we do? Because we're already saved. You know, I, got, I have a sign that says, um, <clears throat> I belong to Jesus, so I'm taken care of. It's, will he find, will he find faith on the earth when he comes? Am I going to be sharing the gospel and the love of Christ with other people? Or am I just keeping it to myself? And so he, I, he says, nope, you guys have been really good about reaching out to the people, just like I told you to. And so I'm going to entrust you with a few more people. Where's your heart? Because it, sometimes it gets difficult, you know, because the lost, the hurting, the hungry, the broken, the needy, the confused, the fearful, and the angry. That's not normally a really good group to hang around with. <laughs> I, I'm, you know, my personal reading has been through First and Second Samuel mm-hmm, right now, mm-hmm. and uh, David, when is is what would eventually be his mighty man, his disgruntled. They were the discontent, <laughs> in distress, and in debt people around. Yeah. you know, I, that wasn't a fun party to be no, at. No, 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 um, no. But but God changed all of that, mm-hmm. and that's what we've been able to see over the years, Paula. We've been able to see. People came in and their lives are completely broken. You know, we talk about the broken and the confused and the needy. Mm-hmm. And, and God just touches them. I had somebody ask in a pastor's discipleship class, well, what well, do you think God's doing this because we've been so faithful? Of course not. Mm-hmm. He's faithful when we're not. Mm-hmm. It's his vision. Mm-hmm. And what we need to be able to do is remember that, that um, God, this has always been his plan. Mm-hmm. And all we had to do was walk with him into this plan and, you know, I really don't expect that we get any extra credit in heaven for following Jesus. He said, <laughs> my sheep know my voice. They follow me. Yeah. So that's basic instructions. Uh, and so we need mm-hmm. to do that. But uh, I'm, I'm truly excited, the impact that we can have in our own city here. Um, but I think more than that, Paul, the numbers of people who are going to see um, the hand of God move. And, and they'll get excited because they want the hand of God to move through their lives. Mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, once you start uh, experiencing the hand of God moving upon and then through your life, it changes everything. Mm-hmm. It does. And, and, and that's what I really expect to happen at, at this new location. I just call it a location or a building. It's not a church yet because yeah. the people aren't there. Yeah. But um, we're going to do that. Our timeline, we can, we, we'd love for prayer for everybody. <laughs> Because our lease here runs out in July, mm-hmm. and and right now July seems to be coming at breakneck speed. <laughs> yeah, I was telling the Lord just yesterday, uh, Jesus, you know I trust you, right? <laughs> you know everything, Lord, but you do know J- July is coming quick, right? <laughs> yeah, sometimes we feel like we got to remind the Lord about some stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh, you see it. <laughs> so yeah, July is coming, but yeah, He's faithful. You tell us all the time. The Lord is never late, but man, he's never early either, because it would sure would be nice if, yeah. Yeah, that's what we're, we're praying, that the Lord be early just as once. Yeah. Come on, Jesus, please. Oh, yeah, it's going to be fun. I love, the, I love the excitement and the journey and how he comes through, and he knows what's best. All the time. He really does. Yeah, you know, Paul, think, think for a minute. We're... we're if if you have calls, questions, or comments, uh-huh. you're more than free to 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 call three four zero ninety five eighty five. I think that's the first time you gave the numbers, right? <laughs> this half of the program, yeah. <laughs> I, my my mind goes crazy when we start thinking about the building. Uh-huh. Um, but but one of the things that we 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 really need to 
to stay focused on is the work remains the same, no matter location change. Nothing has changed. We just get to enjoy uh, more of the vision that God has given us. And there's still some vision that that won't be accomplished in this building. So who knows what's going on. What's next, sir? But um, as, as we get into this new phase of uh, church, we got to remember to stay small, to, to stay loving, to keep reaching out. And as we do that, um, see what Lord, you know, the, the radio station, um, that we'll have a, a studio that will be more accommodating than my off, my little office here. Uh, and so it's just, just really a good thing. It's really, really a good thing that the Lord is going to do. Yeah. And we get to minister to the new tenants in the new complex. All the while praying for, you know, when we left California, <clears throat> we, we prayed for the people in California for probably about a year until the Lord said, okay, let's move on. It's time to really focus on the people here. And so, you know, this the people in this complex have been wonderful. And... Uh, I get, you know, we we see them all the time. We know people by names and stuff. You know, we know where they park and they know where we park, and we've all just kind of gotten along. And so to go to another place, it's like leaving family. Yeah, you know, we've probably got a couple thousand people who are here every week, mm-hmm. and and we've been really really good for this shopping center that yeah. we're in. Yeah. And uh, we've forged relationships, and now we heard you're leaving, are you mm-hmm. leaving? And, you know, they've been so gracious and patient with our, our, our kids in school uh, because, you know, they, they're doing business, and we've got our kids walking on the sidewalks on the sidewalks mm-hmm. to the school bus and things mm-hmm. like that. And, and we do create a traffic jam here uh, when it's time to pick up the kids from school, those kind of things. And yet there haven't been any complaints. The, the people have been wonderful. And what we are hoping, of course, is that we will be um, a, a similar blessing to the, the people in the new place. Yeah. Uh, our building is sort of standalone, but it's connected to a strip center. Mm-hmm. And we want to be a blessing to all of those people as well. And what we want is we want people to see the joy of the Lord. Yeah. So. And they will. And they will. Yeah. So, July. So, everybody pray, please. <laughs> Let's get this done before graduation, Lord. Please. That would, be, that would be really cool, right? Have a graduation there. But anyway, that's kind of pushing it, I'm sure. <laughs> that's, that's way pushing it. <laughs> that's way pushing it, huh? Yeah. Maybe it'll be done by, please, July 1st. But we just, we just had our Christmas dinner, and, and you know, there's, you know, 1,500 people that we, we serve at the Christmas dinner every year. Mm. And um, th- that would be the last thing that we ever have to do. That would be cool. Yeah, you poor baby, you didn't get to go this year. <clears throat> I'm sorry, you were still. Yeah. But you did the three services Sunday. That was amazing. You did very well. But, but, but you had you, to go home and rest. Know, Easter services are Christmas plays. Yes. We'll have room to do them. That's right. And uh, I'm, I'm really excited about that. Conferences we could have, you know our own little place. So, yeah. Okay. I'm going to turn it over to you. you got about three and a half minutes left. So, we're going to have people, you're going to have company for Christmas. And um, just be a light for for the Lord. You know, people normally have um, saved people in their family, and then they have unsaved people in their family. I love that Pastor Ron has been telling me this for years. You be you. You be you. Don't change. You be with Jesus, and you be you. Um, it's And if they're coming to your house, it's your house, Jesus' house, really. You be you. Don't change for the people um, that are coming. Other than you just be you, be filled with the Holy Spirit, and make sure everybody knows how much you love Jesus and how much he loves the people that have been invited to your house. But remember, Jesus is there, and just remember to act accordingly. May the people see um, and hear that, you know, especially when you pray. You know, you don't have to preach in your prayer. But Jesus, thank you. Be grateful for all that you have. I love the kids when they sing, 
It's not about the tree. It's not about the presence. It's not about all the stuff. They stamped their foot. And they stamped their foot. (laughs) It's about the cross. This little baby who didn't stay a baby, he grew up to die for the sins of the world, for the people sitting around your table, um, and you, of course, and um, tell them about that one who loves them so much that maybe this Christmas, the greatest gift of all who came from heaven to earth to save them, um, he's the one that gives the gifts, and the gift that we can give him back is just our hearts and our life. So think about that. You know, the one who gave everything to us um, deserves, really deserves. We deserve nothing. He really deserves everything that we have for mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And I think, Paula, that's really uh, what, what Christmas is a reminder of. God emptied himself so he could become one of us. Yeah. And he knew he was going to be hated. He knew he was going to be despised and rejected. Mm-hmm. And he did it anyway. Mm-hmm. And he did it simply because he loves us. Yeah. There's no other reason, no no other explanations necessary. He loves us. Whether you believe you're lovable or not, he loves you. Whether you've been good or bad, as that crazy song is, Jesus loves you. And he wants to save you from your sin if you're still in it. Well, this is our last day-day show before Christmas. Woo-woo! Merry Christmas, everybody! Merry Christmas from both of us. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Lord willing, I'll be back tomorrow at 4 o'clock on AM 630 The Word. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Thanks for spending this time with Calvary Chapels, The Word to Stand On for Life with Pastor Ron Arbaugh. The Word to Stand On for Life is on every weekday afternoon at 4, and Pastor Ron invites you to find out more about Calvary Chapel at calvarysa.com. The Word to Stand On for Life was sponsored by Calvary Chapel of San Antonio. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.